Welcome back to the Overtime. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jake. We're here today to give your NFL Week 4 recaps. What we like, what we don't like, what we hate, what we just like to watch. So right now, Jake, we're going to the first game I see. The Jacksonville Jaguars are jagging off against the Broncos. They won 26-24. What you like about that game, Jake? Yeah, I, uh, I have to, despite the fact that um, a lot of the attention is on Gardner Minshew, I think um, for this game, I think we really have to focus on Leonard Fournette's performance. Um, he is pretty much the reason I think the Jags won. Um, defense did, did okay, uh, but, I mean, Fournette putting up 200-plus rushing yards. Um, I don't know the exact number, but um, he did an excellent job, and um, Minshew just kind of carried everybody through the end uh, until Lambeau's game ending right through the pipes field goal to win it. That was great. Carter Minshew, who can throw a pace game a quarter mile at Mile High Stadium, he went, ended up with a 19 completions, 32 attempts. He had 213 passing yards, two touchdowns. His pocket presence, scooting around the defense, is incredible. He has incredible awareness. He's great on his feet. Um, the biggest thing that I see is, uh, honestly, this is kind of, from a Jags fan, um, I guess worrisome with uh, going back to Nick Foles. Like, how do you feel about – um, how Minshew looks, and because because Foles is we we got Foles as a replacement for Bortles, right? So Foles goes down with this uh, collarbone clavicle injury, and Minshew is tearing it up. So do you think this is worrisome for Foles? He's kind of sitting on the sidelines, seeing this, you know, Uncle Rico 2.0 kind of taken off. Like, how do you how do you think he feels about this, and kind of how that might predict his future? Uh, it's might be a hot take. I think that Nick Foles is peaked. I think that that Super Bowl against the Patriots might have been his peak. And, you know, he's coming down to earth. And right now, Minshew's catching fire. I think his job right now is kind of just kind of mentor Minshew and kind of give him his, his advice on his years of experience. And it makes sense, too. You know, Foles looks look what it looks like he's playing Dynamite. And Minshew is Oak Rico. So you can see the dynamic between that and real life and art combined. Yeah. The, my, my ending topic on that is that um, if you need any comparison, uh, Minshew can throw a football over the mountains and Foles can't. So, I mean, if that's not a reason to start, I don't know. I don't know what is. And I'll see one quarterback that can uh, rock from George any day. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, what can you do? What you want to talk about next, Jay? Um, I actually want to go to my surprise of, of the week, which was the Buccaneers and Rams game. Um, that was extremely entertaining to watch. Um, I really, really loved uh, the offensive presence um, that Jameis Winston was able to put up, along with the Bucks defense. Um, and uh, the, the funny part about this, though, is that the Bucks, uh throw up a franchise record 55 points, but Jared Goff throws for like 500 yards or something ridiculous. But the biggest problem is, is that they just couldn't attack when it was important. So he, he, he was able to throw and he was able to do his job. They just couldn't score. You know what I mean? I've, I... Uh, I, I think that um, the Bucks defense kind of was able to pressure um, Goff the way that they should, kind of the same way that Goff was pressured in the Super Bowl. Um, I think that's kind of his, his kryptonite. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts about that? What if I told you that there's a new best tandem receiving-wise in football? Is this a 30 for 30? It is, actually. Cool. Directed by Jimmy Donald. It's cool. Great radio. But we have Chris Godwin. Yeah. Chris on godly numbers, Godwin. <laughs> Like, for real. Yeah, show me them numbers. What, what do we got? I benched him this week in fantasy. That, that's how that, that I was at woes. But here we go. 12 receptions, 172 yards. He averaged 14 receptions a carry. Two touchdowns. And then his other guys, a little back, a little side guy, 
Mike Evans, who's a beast. Yeah. He's like, well, I know he had four receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. So. Yeah, and one of those was like a straight bomb by Winston and just like perfectly placed over the shoulder. Was, it was a fantastic game to watch. I think that was really the kind of confidence that the Bucks needed to go forward. It begs the question, are the, are the Bucks back? We'll see. We'll see. That was a really great performance against Los Angeles in Los Angeles, nonetheless. But we'll see how they do uh, coming up next week. I guess I'll, I'll bounce over to my next one. Yeah, go for it. Um, I think that one of the games I really liked to watch also was just a Chiefs Lions. Yeah, Chiefs Lions was that, actually a. Solid that's game. my that dude. That's my game of the week. That was an incredibly entertaining game to watch. That unlike the the game last night um, with the Steelers and Bengals, which was just straight trash. Uh, no offense to anybody who's a Steelers and or Bengals fan, but um, that was so entertaining. I mean that. I mean you're talking about a Detroit Lions team who uh, was going up against the uh, the Chiefs, who you know last year they were super dominant. Um, this year they were even dominant with having Mahomes and Kelsey and and everybody in their their uh, their whole sort of mantra, so to speak. But I mean it was back and forth scoring the entire time, close. Uh, a score even at the end. What, what's the final score? Do you have the score up? Yeah, it was a 34-30. That's close, man, yeah. against a really talented Chiefs team. So even the Lions lost, yeah. now Patricia's got something going. So I, I like it. I like it. Look at the stats, though. The, the Lions never allowed a passing touchdown by Mahomes yeah. that game, which is incredible. Um, I have Mahomes as my starting QB in fantasy, so I, I, I like when he puts up points. And I think one of the biggest guys, too, has been Kerryon Johnson. He's been dominant this yeah. year so far. Yeah, yeah. I think that like the, I, I like seeing those guys. I like seeing those guys step up and really make a like make really great uh, plays for for their teams in big moments. And even though because you know these aren't Travis Kelseys or not you know I don't know Le'Veon Bell's or you know anything like that. Like they're not big household names. So I like that he's he's getting um, you know the attention that he deserves. I think. I think that it's been fun to watch the NFC North in general because like all those teams can win the division. Are they right are they all at five hundred right now? They're right like behind each other. With I don't know if the Lions count because they have that tie. Which side note, I think ties should not be a thing, but that's a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's 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 impressive. Um, and actually, speaking of the NFC North, I want to move on to the Vikings and Bears game. Good segue. Um, yeah, right. Uh, Bears defense is solid. That is a solid Bears defense. I love seeing Khalil Mack uh, do his thing. But on the other end of the spectrum, um, like Cousins, <laughs> he, he's, got, he's got a lot of lot going on. He, I, I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if he's just like out of his rhythm. Um, this is kind of a – not that he was elite, so to speak. Yeah. I, I did air quotes. But um, I don't know. Like he was just – missing easy passes that did you see that uh overthrow that he did the feeling so it was it could have been easily made Thielen had had the uh had the safety by probably a few yards and if he just would have placed it better but it was way overthrown and and Thielen uh at the end they were kind of asking him about it and he called out cousins but also didn't because you know he's he's humble and he's nice like that but um if uh, if that persists, then the Vikings aren't going to go anywhere. Not going to go anywhere. Also, you had a, one of the best backups in history, Mr. Chase Daniel, actually showed out in that game. <laughs> so how do you? That's a, that's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that. So how do you feel about him replacing the injured Mitchell Trubisky? Do you, is that? I mean, he played well against the Vikings, but do you think that's going to be a problem down the road? Do you think that he's going to continue to be familiar with 
this Bears offense. How do you how do you feel about that? Mitch has been very underwhelming this season. Yeah. Like, week one was horrendous. They lost ten to three, I think, to the Packers. Yeah, it was that was a oh. really boring game to watch. I, I call it regardless. A, I call it a punter showcase of that game. Yeah, um, yeah. But Chase Daniel, he, he's been on the block a lot. He's been running sure. teams, and I think that Chase Daniel, he'll do. I think he'll probably he'll carry the team in terms of like being a game manager. If they can kind of like work on a Dave Montgomery and Trey Cohen to make those little like swing passes and like basically like uh, primarily run because you're not really gonna rely on Daniel's like booming arm. He's like yeah. the, he's like like the the average man's arm. So. Yeah, like my arm is like times well, five. Well, and that's and that's what <laughs> and that's what I think um, the Bears need to do going forward. Then um, you know if the, if Chase Daniels is gonna be the one to take over this offense, I think their important thing to do is stick with their their run game. Because you know you mentioned Cohen before, and I think he's he's a really solid um, back to have in in, uh, in the backfield. But also, if you, if you just do simple short passes, if you kind of keep it simple, don't do anything sort of extravagant, don't try to go anything crazy. I mean, that's how you're going to get points on the board, you know. So that's uh, I think that's a good um, I think that's a good uh, method for them to take. Um, what do you what do you got next? So I think we're getting we're getting kind of to the tail end of our show, Jake. But yeah. Uh, uh, I think that we're gonna kind of like look at like a, a one of the just like look aheads and like sure. the storylines. Sure, absolutely. And uh, I'm looking at one of the teams that's very underwhelming. It's, this is my rant for the day, Jake. Okay. The New Orleans Aints. You know why I call them the Aints? Uh, you're missing a letter. Because the Aints squad. Oh, okay. Squad. That's why. That's why. Okay. Yes. I gotcha. They okay. beat the Cowgirls. Okay. But <laughs> they didn't score a single touchdown. No, it was 12 to 10 was the final score. And that's not football. No. Nope. That, that's like rugby or something like that. Nope. I don't know. It's, it's not football. Cowboys missed a lot of opportunities, so I think the Cowboys should have won that game based mm-hmm. off of the performance of the Saints. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're having you know Teddy Bridgewater take over, um, kind of huge shoes in the in Drew Brees and his injury, but. Um, Cowboys should have run that game. I'm, I'm not even a Cowboys fan, and I watching that game, I was like, I mean, we, when you have um, t- three turnovers all by the the Cowboys big three with Elliott and uh, Witten fumbling, and then Prescott's interception, like you just a lot of missed opportunities. There are so many reasons why I can't stand the New Orleans Aints. First of all, Teddy Bridgewater is overrated. He's he can throw the ball. If you look at the stats from the past three games. His majority has been passes under ten yards. Yeah. That's like like you're playing bad and trying to like get easy first downs, little uh, inside routes. That's what I would do when I'm playing bad. That's Bridgewater. He's me playing bad. Yeah. And Taysom Hill is a pest. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't stand that man. Okay. He's a gunner, kicker turner, and a quarterback, a quarterback quarterback. I can't stand him, man. It, it's 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 annoying. Uh, you should go to the XFL or possibly the AAF. They bring it back up again. I don't know. I don't know. That I that's again. That's another podcast. But that whole AAF situation was was just garbage it sucks they had to file for bankruptcy but yeah just to kind of finish that point um bridgewater i think yeah he's got a lot of problems it's you know what he's got that whole double glove thing going on i i can't stand that man like coming from a quarterback myself that's that's what i play like i like one glove cool secure the ball use that as sort of your you know outing to kind of help secure two no i can't throw with a glove can't do that he's like the brad chad playing my football and wearing two gloves i'm like the arm sleeves. Like, yeah, so he's all about nice. the gear. All, he's, yeah, he's that guy, gotcha. You know? Yeah. Like, here's the thought, though. If you want to, like, you know, look your part, get in the end zone. I'm going to turn it out there, you know. Yeah. Score touchdowns, get touchdowns. Don't just go and field goals. You're not going to brag friends, oh, my gosh, man. You might have been, well, what? Get the crap out of that ball. What I do? Well, I throw a five-yard pass in the middle. Also, okay, he can put the, the ball away, like, 
um, when they, they the last drive, they're at thirty-two yard line. They had to basically put the ball in the middle of the field for it was to get a field goal. Stupid Teddy Bridgewater drops back. Marcus Lawrence, who's an animal, sacks a great yards loss. Now Teddy could throw the ball away, but no, he tucks it. Hmm. Teddy two ups tucked it, and I can't stand that. Okay. Yeah. So Bridgewater is, I can't stand that man. But ironically, from the same like location in Florida. But I digress. Jake, do you have any last hot takes about? No, I don't think so. I think this is going to be an interesting season so far. I think we're seeing teams doing well that we don't usually, you know, for example, like the Browns, uh, 49ers, um, just teams that, you know, are kind of stepping up and and I think making it really entertaining so it's not just the same four every season. So it should be good. All right. And I also didn't mention my Falcons. That's not going to get into that. If they played a game and they lost, I'll say that. Yeah, and then my Patriots played a game and they won. So. So there it is. That, that's a recap for our homework. Two seconds. Uh, Andrew joined by my buddy Jake Mowdy. Hopefully, we'll have this show on sometime again this season. But thanks again, Jake, for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me.